Hey everybody, Zach here from Enrollify. So a couple of weeks ago, I had the opportunity to attend Element 451's Engage Summit, which was a remarkable event that brought innovative higher ed marketing and enrollment leaders together to have in-depth conversations about the future of marketing, recruitment, and retention. The entire event was a true class act, and I had the opportunity to sit down with some of the speakers from the summit for 10 to 15 minute recaps of their sessions. So over the next few weeks, I'm the pod feed, you'll get a behind the scenes listen to some of the greatest hits from this event. Be sure to check out the show notes for links to the full presentation slide decks from this event, as well as video recordings of each session. Also, if you are in the market for a new higher ed CRM, I'd strongly recommend you give Element 451 a serious look. One of the things I like to say is that if Slate and HubSpot had a baby, it'd be Element 451. I've never seen an ed tech company innovate so quickly and so intelligently. So be sure to ask the Element 451 team for a demo of how they are incorporating AI into each of their products. When you get that demo, go ahead and request it at element451.com. Be sure to check out BoltBot. It is freaking incredible. I got a sneak peek of it at the Engage Summit, and oh my gosh, the... It's just, it's just unbelievable. You can create comp flows in seconds. It's truly remarkable. So enjoy this mini series. And when you do get a demo of Element, be sure to tell them that Zach and your friends at Enrollify sent you their way. All right, guys, enjoy these session recaps from the Engage Summit. All right, Jacqueline, we are live here at the Engage Summit, which is brought to us by our friends at Element 451. It's an honor to be here with you. How, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. I, uh, I'm excited for this quick chat. You were on a panel, and the panel was all about student-centered communications. And I want to just hear a little bit about, like, as you and your team at Fortison College think about your own communications, obviously the idea of student first or student centered isn't new, right? It can be kind of buzzy, right? Everyone thinks that they, their communications are student centered when in actuality few are. So how have you guys wrestled with how to produce communications that really, really do speak to students? So a couple of things. It's great to have the Element platform. Um, we can do a lot of testing in Element, you know, to the same um, groups yeah. of students. Um, I think the key is really segmenting. Mm getting into this kind of rhythm where yeah. you are truly student-centered, um, testing it with students. I would say one of the biggest challenges for community colleges or state colleges like us is that, you know, we don't have the Gen Z student coming right out of high school. That's yeah. a smaller part of our population. Yeah. So we're speaking to a lot of, um, you know, varied target audiences. Yeah. And that sometimes can be a challenge. Yeah. Um, and, developing those communications that speak to everyone. Yeah. Um, that, you know, is definitely one of our uh, strategies, but we're really working toward differentiating the communication, targeting particular groups, using personas and different uh, backgrounds yeah. and information that we can pull from Element to then really make the 
hopefully messaging work for those students. Yeah. Um, doing a little A-B testing as well to see, you know, within that messaging um, what's going to work for one audience and and then employ it again and again. Yeah, yeah. What's so interesting about about um, your all's case and, and many folks who tune into Enrollify's pod are either, you know, representing grad programs and or uh, degree completion programs. Of course, we have traditional folks who are in traditional undergrad roles as well. But, I, I, you know, more and more, I'm seeing people, people's roles expand to now include adult learners. And, um, and so anyways, all, all that is to say is that segmenting for that population, we, we tend to in higher just kind of group all those people as like, degree completers or, or adult learners. And yet like that's, there isn't, these aren't 17 year olds. Right. Yeah. And, and they, to your point, they are varied. And so having the right tools, the right tech stack to be able to figure out how do you properly segment people that might, might on paper look incredibly from each other and yet might be interested in the same program offering. And that's exactly. just a challenge that like you schools like you all are, are unique, uh, are uniquely wrestling with. <laughs> so I, I'm curious, it has, has there been something that you tried this past year that, that worked really well that you think that you'll keep doing mm-hmm. and or anything that, you know, this year you sure as heck won't be doing in the future? And if so, what are those things? So as what's working well, um, we've really become masters at the nudging campaign. Mm, what is that? Um, where we utilize a lot of text messaging, okay. um, a little sprinkling of email, but a lot of text messaging with students or prospects that have um, opened okay. um, their text and yeah. not their emails. So really targeting them. Um, we've done a couple of really big enrollment pushes and mm. we are um, finally up wow. in enrollment over the summer and, and, and into this fall again. Um, significantly. I'm curious, um, sorry, sorry to interrupt you, but no. I'm curious about the texting component because I think it's something that, you know, a lot of schools know that you do texting, many of them do texting, but like figuring out, you know, how are, how are you varying your text or like, like, how do you guys think about texting, uh, uh, texting strategy in particular, regardless of how that might impact your, your other kind of more holistic communication strategy? What do you do with this channel works? Mm-hmm. Um, great question. We, over this past year, we had a project coordinator come in and, and look at our communication um, more broadly okay. across all of student services. So not just the, the funnel into the college, but um, even our retention piece, because that impacts enrollment as well. Yeah. You know, it's not just about new students. And exactly. You want to retain, and I mean, that's our mission, is to get them to the finish line. Um, we have uh, used uh, some chat GPT to develop some possible um, campaigns okay. and really focused, uh, become a lot better prompt engineers over, <laughs> over time for that. And then tested them out. Yeah. Um, chat GPT helped us develop, we had the idea, but we wanted, you know, a little help, yeah. to, you know, kind of get those creative juices flowing. So, uh, we had this idea about, um, songs and, uh, creating songs that are pretty well known and, and creating some nudges around just getting people, you know, to connect with their advisor if huh. they were um, already through the pipeline or to apply or whatever. So kind of creatively. So would you change out hook. song lyrics or what would you mm-hmm. like? Okay. So you'd, you'd take like a popular song mm-hmm. and you'd use that as like the hook. Text. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Now, um, we develop the nudges for the entire cycle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, definitely very strategic using a tactic, but yeah. Uh, for the entire cycle, built it out, um, 
And we made a few changes along the way. If we saw that something wasn't really resonating, then we would change it up. But we tried to think of all of the types of nudges that we would want a student to complete. And that's where the segmenting comes in. You know, we don't want to send a text message for a student to do something you know, transactional if they've already done it. Yeah, um, yeah. So that's really, really helpful. And those students kind of fall out of that and into another campaign yeah. you know, to get them to the next step. Yeah, what's what's interesting about about texting in particular to you when you're, when you're making some sort of like culture reference or whatever, mm-hmm. it, it's risky, right? Because it's like, mm-hmm. especially in your guys' context, if you've got students of, of varying ages right. and you use a popular Taylor Swift song as a hook, like, does that does that work for everybody, or is that actually like a turnoff to some folks, right? Sure. So how how do you how did you guys like weigh the pros and cons of that? Yeah. Karma is a cat. How many <laughs> people would know, right? Yeah. Um, that's where the segmenting helps, um, mm. and trying to look at kind of more like less pop culture and more like American culture yeah. songs that are pretty, you know. Um, you know, you're in a concert or something where they're just playing a, a mix of songs. What yeah. are some of the songs that people always stand up and know? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Sweet Caroline. Yeah. You know, yeah. Everyone. You don't have to be a Red Sox fan to, yeah. you know, stand up and <laughs> sing um, Sweet Caroline. So things like that rather than um, because, yeah, that can be very polarizing. Yeah. And if you pick a song or an artist that a lot of people are not that fond of. Yeah. Or like it's something that's trending on TikTok today, but then there's backlash about it tomorrow, you know? Right. <laughs> yes. You have to be pretty careful and broad. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Is, is there anything that you did this past year that you don't think anything, any tests that you ran that didn't quite perform the way that you expected? Good question. Um, I don't know if there was anything in particular, uh, like an initiative that we tried that we wouldn't do again, but we have been trying to be a lot more focused on the outcomes. Okay. So one example that I can share is uh, looking at different programs. Mm. So, you know, we go, we have been building out our communications plan within element, you know, first it was very general and now we're into the, the um, work where we're working with programs and making it very differentiated yeah. with specific messaging. And we noticed that there were some programs where those program um, prospects would open everything, mm. every email. They would, you know, click on every link within a text message. And then there were others that never opened mm. an email. Huh. Okay, So that allowed us to really change the way we were doing it and add a lot of texting to those groups yeah. because that's the way they chose to be communicated with. Yeah. It was fascinating that it was particular by program. Yeah. I think that was really eye-opening. We have a CDL programming okay. program and literally no one in the program ever opened any of the emails that we sent, wow. but the open rate for the text messaging and the clicking um, was just off the charts. Wow. So things like that where, you have all of these tools. Sometimes it's just a matter of taking the time to look more deeply yeah. at them. You know, when you're putting out fires all day and, and kind of, you know, figuring out where do we go from here? How do we communicate all the new financial aid yeah. uh, changes that are coming up in the new year? That's something we're building out right now, a campaign to um, really inform people, both current students and prospects about all of the changes that are going to happen, all of the communication that we used to send to, you know, complete your FAFSA on October 1st when it opens. Well, yeah. it's not going to open if October 1st this year. Yeah. So I don't know if that was what you're looking for as far no, as... No, no, no. That's 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 a really, learned. really good answer. Yeah. And and it what, what is just so interesting about that is this idea that at the program level, right, your entire communication strategy could be different and, and probably should be. And then if you want to get even deeper, it's like the program level. And then within the program, what are the 
you know, three core segments of students, if you can force them into three core segments. Sure. And, you know, the frequency of which you're texting probably changes, right, mm-hmm. for, for one population versus versus the other. And so I love that because it's, it's a good reminder that, you know, there, we talk about conflows as like one thing, right? Mm-hmm. And or like, it's, it's one thing and you just kind of clone it and you swap out the version, you know, a little bit here, but it's really not. Like, if you want to be serious about student-centered communications, you have right. to understand that, hey, these particular prospects for these particular programs want to be communicated in a very different way than the ones over here. Exactly. And I do feel like having the right tool makes that possible. Mm. It wasn't possible before. It was a very generic kind of communication that we were um, having with our student, very one way. Um, and that's changed significantly. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's great to hear. My, my last question, Jacqueline, is as you think about, you know, the the next couple years, um, are you, what, what are you hoping to like play around with in terms of like tooling, in terms of strategies? Like if you guys try to include videos in your, in your texting, like what are, what are a couple things that might be out of reach today, right? In this particular moment for budget reasons or other reasons, but like, what are some things that you really become a little bit more proficient in and, or that you hope to introduce to your team in the next year or two? So we have introduced videos oh, cool. um, within our, um, mainly our recruiting team have had significant success, um, but we have a lot of new team members. So one of the things that we're working on, um, our associate director uses it all the time, but not all of our recruiters do. So we've really been working on that this summer to uh, build out their skills. Uh, It's a skill set and not everyone has it right out of the box. Mm. So it's nice to be able to, um, you know, give them an opportunity and platform to to be able to use the video. Uh, Students seem to really like it. We've had significant success targeting certain populations uh, with the videos and multiple times of um, this, the prospect watching the video over and over wow. again. Wow. So that was pretty tremendous. Are you guys using a platform for that? Or are you guys just doing, okay. Um, we use it within Element okay. and um, use CoVideo. Oh, very cool. Very cool. Wow. Yeah. So you get all the tracking in Element too. That's amazing. Yeah. Yes, that's wow. awesome. Um, some of the other things, um, continuing to build partnerships. We have this kind of um, secret sauce that I feel is working, uh, where we bring a very um, uh, area that's very open okay. to trying something new and maybe, I don't know if it's innovation, but something new for them. Yeah. Um, and then uh, doing it with them, showing the outcomes, and then presenting yeah. in a more college-wide platform yeah. to other interested parties, or we would hope that they would be interested We've really been able to leverage a lot of change within the organization doing that. Wow. You know, partnering with people that are a lot more uh, in tune with their students and communicating with their students, like some of the health science programs, that seems to be a real area. Huh. And being able to uh, leverage that relationship that we build with them to get other people aboard and get them to use the platform as well. Yeah, yeah. Very, very cool. I love that. And what's cool about that is, I always tell people too, when, when you want to test something new for the first time, go, just go to your all-star team. Like we're the people that aren't going to give you a lot of friction, even if they're not necessarily the programs that need the most support immediately. It's these folks get on board and they start doing the work and they start seeing right. success. Like news travels fast That's <laughs> and right. pretty, pretty soon, you know, faculty member over here, staff member over here who might've been a little bit resistant at first now wants what they have, right? It's just, it's something about our human nature where we always Absolutely. want the success that other people have. Absolutely. So that's, a, that's a really great strategy. Um, well, Jacqueline, this, is, this has been great. Thank you so much for, for being at this event. Thank you for uh, bringing your team and, and sharing uh, your, your time with us. I know that 
Element really appreciates it. I've heard really great things about the panel that you were on yesterday. So uh, for those who did not get to tune into Jacqueline's panel, if you just scroll on down to the show notes below, you'll have access to a slide deck and also the recording of that panel. You can watch for, for more info. But Jacqueline, thanks so much for your time. Thanks for the conversation and the platform. Hey all, Zach here from Enrollify. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Enrollify podcast. If you liked this episode, do us a huge favor and hit that follow and subscribe button below. Furthermore, if you've got just two minutes to spare, we would greatly appreciate you leaving a rating and a review of this show on Apple Podcasts. Our podcast network is growing by the month, and we've got a plethora of marketing, admissions, and higher ed technology shows that are jam-packed with stories, ideas, and frameworks that are all designed to empower you to become a better higher ed professional. But Enrollify is far more than just a podcast network. Enrollify is where higher ed comes to learn new marketing skills, discover new products and services, and find their next job. We're a growing learning community of 4,000 members, and we'd love to welcome you into the fold. You can access our free blog articles, newsletters, e-courses, and more, or purchase our master course on how to market a university with Terry Flannery at enrollify.org. We look forward to meeting you soon and welcoming you into the community. Again, you can subscribe for free at enrollify.org.